Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. For some fun. Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working nine to five. Good morning, Tallahassee! Yay! We're back! Yay! And everyone claps. Except for Scott. Except for me. Why? He's a clap refuser. I'm clapless. <laughs> I'd like to stay that That's way if you don't mind. That's explain what the clap means <laughs> I'd like on to a stay that show. way if you don't mind. <laughs> Seems to be a trend these days. I have no oxygen. I'm losing Patty. <laughs> I literally lost all the oxygen out of my lungs. But we're back. We had a week away. A week away. Basically a full week, right? We were in the NC. We were in the GA. And such. We were in the GA, the SC, the NC. We stayed back in to the, the FL. NC. Correct. Here we, we did are. Stay in the. I went to the GA. Saw your houses. Yes, you did. The Albany homes. All. Oh, how do I? I'm the saying Albany it wrong. Homes. So <laughs> his compounds. The compounds. No. How, how do they say it up there? Albini. Albini. Correct. Yes. So, yeah. And what'd you think? Oh, beautiful. Not bad, I can't eh? wait till the pictures come out so we can put it on our website like I did it. <laughs> pictures, honestly, are not as good as ours. Oh, they're not? No. I'll tell Kim. I may have to do something about that. You may have to drive her up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought about it. Don't worry. I'll pick up her daughter from school and take her home. <laughs> Seriously, I can do that because I'm not to. on Facebook for a while. Yeah, you have nothing to do. <sighs> I have plenty to Candy do. Crush has not taking... banned you yet, so you might be okay. <laughs> I don't play Candy Crush anymore. 
I get so fed up with not getting past a certain level. I'm done. Mm. I've moved on. But what I do have to do are all my classes for my appraisal license. So that's Oh, fun. that's come around again. Yeah. Dedication. I have 24 hours to left out of the 30. Chris was doing a seven-hour USPAP class today at the office because it was just easier. And when do you have to have these completed? November 30th. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. Wait until the last minute. It's really not. It's I used to wait I until two days be, before. Mine would be November 25th. <laughs> two days before I, and you're trying to book I out 30 thing. hours and 24. I have this 24. thing to do. <laughs> I know. Yeah, those used to be you, had, you could do it with a book or online and p- pass the test and just move y- your own speed. But now they have these wonderful live streams. So you can actually learn something. So I'm they're, enjoying they're monitoring them. that you are You're in a Zoom online. meeting. Yeah. And you just answer poll questions every 45 minutes. It's like that recaptcha stuff. But it's enjoyable. And the guy today was very, very good. Very enjoyable. I learned a lot. Poll questions. Poll questions like, what do you feel about this? Mm. And I pick autumn. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They just want to know that you're there. Right. That's how the state and USPAP World and Appraisal Foundation have decided we're going to do it from now on. So, so how was your week, Scott? Spending it with Patty Good. in a truck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Never-ending conversation, as everyone would expect. And um, the wedding was quite nice. It was quite nice. Yes. You got married in a cloud. It felt like I was in Ireland. <laughs> That's what they said. It really felt as such, like the way that the... We were so high up, you were in a cloud. Yeah. The pictures that y'all posted were gorgeous. I mean, Were they? Did, now, Ian didn't affect... The uh, that is why there was rain oh, and what, cloud okay, okay. and mist. Like the day before when I first arrived, it was at this estate called Twickenham. The owner, which I was going to talk about Airbnb a little bit. The owner had had business in England, came back, loved the look of the building, so recreated it. So it looked like an old building, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And lived in it for a while, but he didn't like to drive up the hill because it is a hill. Like it's a mountain. There's probably four or five switchbacks. Oh, wow. One lane road, paved, no reflectors, no lights, no nothing. It's just your, it's just grit going up and up. And then he Airbnb'd it when he was like, I'm going back to Boone. This is nuts. And then he made it a wedding venue. And I think it's it's only been a wedding venue for like a year and a half. Oh, wow. So Yeah, the pictures were gorgeous. The pictures were yeah, really y'all, gorgeous. Y'all looked amazing. Thank you. We clean up well. You do. Yeah. We try. And we've never tripped before. We've never gone on a thing. So how was your trip? I thought I, mean, I was really enjoyable. I didn't know how it was going to go. You it, was, know? it was good. Because I, I, I like quiet in the truck and there was none of that. Of course. Maybe five minutes at a time. But it was really, I like to call it high level conversation. Like it was a lot of work stuff, but a lot of learning, you know, hearing other people's perspective, which I enjoy very, very Three much. realtors in a truck. There's <laughs> many, many jokes to go along with that. <laughs> so three, really tr- nice. three realtors in a truck. Scott treated us to a night at the Ritz-Carlton in Charlotte. Which was which, which quite nice. It which is. was quite I've, nice. I've been there. It was quite I nice. I had an old-fashioned in the bar, and Scott, Deborah, our friend Deborah, who's been, appeared on the show vocally anyway, um, had gone to sleep. So Scott and I had a drink at the bar, a couple. We, we got in a tad bit late, and the bar was still open, so. Yeah, it was nice. But it was all nice moody out. and dark and, like, our souls. <laughs> it was nice. And then when That's we got to the mountain, it okay. was moody and dark up there, and I actually found... A great VRBO mm-hmm. for Scott and Deborah, and then my niece stayed with them, which worked out beautifully. Yeah, the whole thing really was seamless, and that's not 
usually. Yeah, that's works. rarely the case, shall I say. It was not planned to be seamless, but it was. Yeah. Good. They were able to use Caitlin's car, so I didn't have to come back down off the mountain very often, especially at night. I mean, you just can't. People oh, no. did it. They have ranch security that come up, and I'm like, how do you do it? Like, I don't know how they see. It was so foggy the last two days because of Ian. And it was beautiful. It really was beautiful. But that VRBO experience was a positive for sure. Good. It was all but brand new too, right? New ownership. Seemed as such. There, if there was a couple of people before us, according to the guest book, but it was still in good shape. It was outside of West Jefferson, North Carolina, which had a cute little shop. Yeah, everything was. Did you walk the shops? No, it started raining oh. right before we were about to, so we didn't. But it it literally was in the middle of towns, so it was geographically. It was a little log. It was log cabinish look. Okay. With wood walls. It was smelled delicious. Like a nice Cherokee? Yeah, it looks like every other small okay. North Carolina Blue Ridge town. It was a duplex, out there. but it looked like a house. Oh, cool. The way they had designed it. You wouldn't have known it was a duplex. And I was like, oh, there's two I thought, doors. I thought that was interesting. A duplex cabin, which yeah. makes sense to me. And then Usually each you rent bedroom a cabin. Was, and they were still quite large. I mean, we had three oh, bedrooms. The rooms were bath. big. And then there was each and on suite. So each bedroom had its own bath. Oh, and nice. its own floor. And it, Yeah, that was nice too, right? Because oh, you all nice. didn't really know. Nope. You'd never met I Deborah. Had, and I had no idea about the VRBO. I just went gave, with me. I gave my travel agent my credit card, <laughs> also known as Patty. <laughs> so, and then there Caitlin, you who you didn't know, my yeah. niece. And it really worked out. Like, it was amazing. Good. And then they came up for the wedding. And that was the first I'd seen them since I dropped them off. Was I saw them at the wedding We're in the back. We're low maintenance that way. And they shuttled up and back. They had shuttle service. And, and I was turning around. I was like, Caitlin, where's Scott and Deborah? And she's like in the back, in the way back. And they were standing because they didn't want to sit on wet seats. Well, and I was protecting the violinist yeah, violin which was very nice with of you. my umbrella because of I know that that can hurt an instrument. My new way. daughter-in-law right. bought bubble umbrellas so that people would have umbrellas on. Genius. And I think it was more to protect from the wind almost than it was. Yeah, it was just misty. It wasn't like rain proper, but it, the wind was blowing the mist and it was blowing directly on the <laughs> photographer and the violinist. And the photographer was from originally from Tallahassee, but now he lives in Birmingham. So all these people came from all over the country to go to this little wedding. Oh, it was cool. really nice. Oh, that's Yeah, because really no nice. one was from there. No, Caitlin, my niece who did the she cake. She just happened to live She was in from Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. We saw my daughter. Yes, we saw Courtney. We did a drive-by for that. At the Target and I had to drop off some... Lunch. <laughs> and lunch, bedding. Lunch and bedding <laughs> is what everyone would expect. Yes, of course. That's what Dad, will you to. bring bedding? <laughs> had to meet the whole Target crew. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. They were funny. Yes, they were. We had a nice time. Good. We'll have to do it again. None, no more of my children Minus are getting married. Minus the wedding. I'm never... I, I have the not... travel part was fun. It's just the... Weddings typically either turn out really good or really bad. This happened to turn out really good. Good. So good. it was enjoyable. Good. And again, y'all look, people y'all look fantastic. Weddings. Y'all looked really good. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You should I have tried. seen the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> There's always the one people were so that always shocked. shows up. Stop it. People were so shocked that I was like, e my, well, my ex-husband, whatever. But people like, I do wear dresses every 13 years. <laughs> I do clean my hair. <laughs> I do have makeup on. <laughs> it's funny stuff. I just play along with people's comments. It was, <laughs> everyone was very nice. Even my ex-husband. And now we're back. Yes. And now we got to work. 
So if you want to list with us, 850-656-0009, if you want to, I, I uh, podcasted two shows this week, one yesterday uh, on Travis on roofing and hurricane, Travis Sparkman, and then to Fridays comes out, it's uh, mortgage, and the mortgage rates are down a little bit, ask your mortgage lender. Yes. I'm noticing a lot of buy-downs, like Shannon was the talking two about. The 2-1 buy-downs? Yeah. You have to? Yeah. So stick with us. We have a guest, and I'll announce him next. 850-656-0009. You've come to tell me something You say I ought to know That he don't love me anymore And I'll have to let him go Welcome back. It's Patty and Scott in Patty's Playhouse. We're back. Is this Loretta Lynn? This is Lo- the late well, I wasn't, Loretta I wasn't Lynn. sure if this was like Sissy Spacek No, it's Loretta really Lynn. Loretta. What a great movie. Was a good movie. Was a good movie. We talked about that this morning. And then also my girlfriend. Cole Miner's daughter Cole just Miner's out of the daughter. blue. Mm-hmm. Well, because of she died. her dying. Ah. Oh, yeah. uh, do you know who Loretta Lynn's sister, one of her sisters is? I do. Yes. Crystal Gale. Yes. Crystal Gale. Okay, I did not. It was know one that. of my. You faves. didn't know that? No, no. My girlfriend, she, she's like, how do you not know this? I was like, I don't know. Maybe my brown eyes are going to turn blue now. Yeah. Oh, she still has the hair too. Wow. Remember her hair is like eight feet long. Her or hair something? was long, yeah. like down to her. And she'd wear feet. a braid or a ponytail once in a while, but it was. And that was one of. She was the youngest sister. Crystal Gale was the youngest sister. Peggy. Lee. So when you watch the movie with Sissy Spacek, the the baby was Crystal Gale. Oh. Mm-hmm. And Loretta was the oldest. It was a great movie. That, that was, was a good movie. movie. Tommy Lee Jones did but a her, great job. So I, did Sissy. I listen, listen. I watched someone on Facebook say just about you know, five years ago, she was playing in some basically clapboard church with no heating and air with her long dress on with the long sleeves and she was singing her heart out. Oh. I mean, she had a work ethic and I think that carried her through. Probably from her father who was a coal miner. I don't know if y'all knew that. <laughs> we did. We did. And but she was friends with Patsy Cline, which is also in the movie. Mm-hmm. And she was yeah. very upset when the Cl- Pats, when the Patsy, <laughs> when Patsy passed the away. Car wreck, it was yeah. very hard for her. Yeah, she was. A, I mean, it's amazing. That's, she's the last one, right? Uh, All the others, like um, Lynn, the blonde Lynn, who sang uh, Rose Garden. Lynn, are oh, they still um, alive? I am Lynn. Lost. I I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. I never promise you. Yeah, that's yeah. That's who sang that? I don't know Lynn. who sang it, but oh, come on, people. But it is a good song, and I should know that. What was this like? A group of them? Are they? No, the, it's just that time frame. It seems like she was the, the brat. Lynn pack Anderson. Of, Lynn Anderson. The brat pack of the Appalachians. Of the, of, yeah, <laughs> they are. They're all gone. I think she was last. Oh. She was last. Lynn Anderson was Lynn her Anderson. name. Thank you for nothing. Sorry. I'm not. I'm not. You didn't even my... know Crystal Gale. I don't know what you were looking for. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we do have a guest. Yeah. I go make on. sure I remembered his phone number because we were talking phone numbers earlier today. So I had to bring it up. You so have Jeremy to, Parker with Parker sing Services. It. You have to sing yeah. his phone number. Can you sing Hank's version? No. <laughs> Hank? I, I can't do it justice. I think I would ruin it. <laughs> don't ruin your own jingle. Yeah. 
Is your mic down? It, I don't it, hear it. It would I be a commercial it. for one of my competitors, probably. Yeah, that was funny. So Jeremy's here to talk about HVACs and the fact that the SEER rating is going up by the, the federal, the, the minimum SEER rating for by those the federal at home government. that don't know what that means. Well, that's yeah. big, big welcome, changes. Jeremy. Glad to be here. You're on. <laughs> What's the SEER rating? It's uh, it's going to be different. Yeah. <laughs> Um, What's it mean? So the SEER rating is the Seasonal Energy Efficiency Rating. Mm -hmm. And what they are doing is they're changing the way that it gets tested. They, the government? The government, Mm -hmm. yep. And uh, so remember years ago when they started doing miles per gallon on your car or your truck? And they would say it gets 24 miles per gallon, but then... Depends it's more on like, if it's the highway it's like or 20. if you're in town. But it's pretty accurate now because the government changed the way that they have to rate that. Mm. And that's basically what they're doing in the air conditioning world. So if you were to buy a 14-seer unit, what that's saying is that for um, every one unit of energy you put into the system that comes out of your electric meter that you pay for, you move 14 uh, units of heat out of the house, 14 units worth of cooling. Um, but the way that it's the way that they rate that is not realistic to the way it gets installed in your house. So there's a derating of that efficiency. They're changing it so that if they, it's going to be SEER two, S E E R, and then the number two, it will be the rating that's required. And so basically, uh, and and then they're upping the minimum efficiencies. So. Everything's going to get more efficient. What that means is everything's going to get more expensive. Uh, but you will be getting uh, an accurate representation of what you're buying when you buy a new unit. Does that likely mean that we weren't getting what we thought we were getting before? And so what we're in that case, where I may have had a SEER rating of 14 or whatever number that you said, I should have had 18 or 2,000 or Whatever or ten, yeah. So, what, what, what exactly? Where's the? Where was the variance? It, it was, it was a level playing field, right? So, it, it so everybody was off. Yeah, and it's kind of complicated, anyway. So nobody really knows what it means. It's the government, <laughs> yeah, en- engineers in the government, right? Um, Department of Energy and whatnot. But uh, what's what this also um, will mean? is a substantial increase in energy efficiency and everything that's available on the market. Um, so there's a lot of implications uh, that go along with that. And we've got some concerns about how the market's going to respond. I don't know if you know, but supply chain has kind of been a thing. You don't say. It's been a, been a problem say. in the air conditioning world. And um, so what what this is going to do is the way they make the energy efficiency – better there's a few things they do one is they do variable speed motors which means they have electronic control boards and that is a big bottleneck in the supply chain because chips because of chips right from china timing timing is great yeah so they're going to need more of those and then the other way that they make the equipment more efficient is they do bigger heat exchangers um so the coils in the units are going to get bigger so what does that mean for people for retrofitting and whatnot for space? So it's going to increase that complexity. But but what what the manufacturers are more concerned about is if you can imagine 
the smallest unit on the old air conditioning SEER one was a 29 inch by 29 inch square. Now the smallest one available is going to be a 36 by 36 inch square. So you can put less of them in a semi truck. And less on a forklift. Less on a forklift. Does the handler get larger with the sizing of the unit? Pro- possibly, um, but but they are the you manufacturers the are pretty smart. Yet? Usually, it's the outside unit that they're going to try to get that efficiency because they still got to get it up in an attic. That's why I was wondering. Yeah. That's what I think. That's what that's you were exactly asking. What I was with asking. the closets being a specific size, Correct. what do you do? Yeah, I I think what they do is they they're going to put more of that increase in energy efficiency in those outside components because they you can't go tearing out your whole roof to get a unit in the attic or rebuild a closet um but but there is concerns about increases in requirements for shipping we don't have a lot of extra trucks out there increase in shipping equipment that comes from china which we get a lot from there um you know more shipping containers more boats and there's no outcry so they're not going to delay those Oh yeah, no. This is this is in law. Hard and fast. Yep, it's coming. It's coming. So, so when when is this coming? January first. Uh, January first, it will be um, illegal for the uh, manufacturers to sell the old equipment. We if we already have one purchased, like let's say there's a you know you're building a house and we bought the unit, we can install it next year, but I can't go buy a new one in in the upcoming year. Uh, but the, what about all the back? Not that there is a back lot full of old ACs, but what about those? So um, the good thing about supply chain issues is there's not a lot of stuff out there. Okay. Um, but they have broken the country up into three zones. So there's a northern zone, and I, without having the map, it's somewhere kind of like Tennessee, just cuts the country. Up north, they can use the older, less efficient equipment. Because they don't use them as much. Yeah. Because they don't use it. Like, so the. So Florida screwed. Florida Florida is going to have the higher efficiency efficiency now. Right away. Because they're trying to. How will it affect their utility bill? Will it be more efficient in the utility bill? Or is it like solar? Yes. (laughs) So. Can I even? (laughs) If you were. As a, a lot of people buy the lowest efficiency, so the lowest that will be available will be more efficient next year than the lowest that's available now. So, in general, you will see a reduction in in your energy cost, um, probably in that kind of eight to ten percent range. So that's good. Even just even just in the rating from uh, the SEER to the SEER two. Um, you know, if it's a 14 sear or a 14 sear two, you're going to see about that eight to ten percent. How long should these units last? Um, to be determined. Uh, one, That's my fear with all of this. Uh, generally, it's like the plastic cars. Yes, they're more efficient, but they're plastic. Generally, 15 years is kind of your expected. I still life. believe. It's it should be 15 years. Well, that's good. Yep. Does it use a different kind of Freon or is it the same Freon? Uh, still the same Freon. That's a couple years down the road. Oh, Lord. Stick with us. We have Jeremy Parker in with Parker Services, 850-656-0009. 
Do not know. Big Mama Thornton with Hound Dog. I remember the, the BMT, but I I didn't recall mm-hmm. the Big Mama I got. Yeah. So we have Jeremy Parker from Parker Services. Their number is 850-222-7722. Just put in Jeremy Parker in your search on Facebook. He'll pop up. Comfort's just a call away. Ooh, air conditioning repair service. Don't go to your contacts and. because you really you call Jeremy in my <laughs> in my in my hey, phone. Hey Jer, hey Jer, I got a problem. Amy, Jer, Amy, no Com- comfort's just a call They're away. They're over on Mill Street, and they show up when you need them. That's this the truth. Really, half the battle. You know what I'm talking about? It's, it's most of the battle. Really, the battle. So you were talking about on the break. You were talking about the supposed. Inflation Reduction, Reduction Act. Act, IRA. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did I think about this? No, stuff? people no, they don't. don't. What about it? How does it affect the AC world? So the AC manufacturers are super excited about it um, because built into that, they call it the largest government investment in climate uh, improvement technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, built into it for air conditioning or heat pumps is an $8,000 rebate just Ooh. a check um, for you to get to use towards a high efficiency heat pump. So how much do you propose that the new version coming out January 1 for CR2 will cost? So um, we haven't got all the new pricing in, but this is what we're expecting. Let's say the cheapest air conditioning unit that you can buy for your house now is $8,000. Uh-huh. Next year, it's probably going to be ten to twelve thousand dollars. So you'll be paying two to four. Now, mm-hmm. is that rebate at the time of purchase, or do you have to wait for your taxes, or what? So do you know. So in the IRA is the federal guideline, um, it, but it's kind of like Social Security; they want the states to administer it. Okay. So those rebates will come into play. They're expecting maybe middle of next year. Okay. There are some uh, enhancements and extensions of tax um, tax cuts or tax credits, tax credits uh, that will be January one. Okay, uh, but the big rebate. So, and, and in that, there's uh, eight thousand dollars for a high efficiency heat pump. What they're trying to do is drive houses off of gas furnaces. So they want to get if you have a fuel burning furnace in your house, they want you to go to a heat pump and go all electrical. The idea being that, uh, you know, renewable sources can feed into the electric grid and they don't want you burning gas, even though the utilities are burning gas to make that electricity. <laughs> and uh, coal. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's some issues. Little with mixed messages. Yeah. I, I don't think they know what inflation reduction means because <laughs> they're going to give everybody eight thousand dollar checks <laughs> and then like four thousand dollars for uh, upgrading your electrical panel. That is necessary. No, that that, is that nice. we can get that, behind. That Federal some, Pacific. That'll do yeah. some work. Everybody who has a house older than 1990, really, it's an older, older home, but go look at your panel. If it says Federal Pacific, send me a message because I can respond to that. That's about all I can respond to. Or text us 850-656-0009 because your panel is not insurable. And if they find out, you, they're going to cancel your insurance. So that would be great. But right now, a panel was like four grand. How much you say it is now? Like six? It's five to six. So it's going to offset, but it's still better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the panels are a bigger problem than a lot of this other stuff they're trying to, quote, fix, unquote. 
And I think the idea behind that is if you're going off of a gas-burning heating equipment, you, you probably don't have enough electricity to run an all-electric heating system. Or you just like the efficiency of gas so that it heats immediately instead of waiting for the electric. Super efficient, yeah. So we'll see how it plays out. And it, it'll be like a Florida thing, not a Pennsylvania thing. They still have boilers and all sorts of stuff up north. So I think there's like $45 billion funding this already set aside for it, and they're already working on they, – they think How it's going to be a How do I enable hit. it? Yep. Well, it's cool. I mean, it's not cool literally, but – Yeah, be warm. <laughs> if you want it warm. If you don't and you want it cool, <laughs> then call Jeremy. So what are you doing from now until December 31st? So um, one thing that we see all of this stuff is going to – drive is you know you're gonna have more expensive air conditioners more complicated air conditioners um you know we've been in a a a replacement market if there's a major repair that needs to be done um you you, it's maybe financially responsible to just go ahead and replace it Mm -hmm. because the replacement but now those costs are driving up um, well, the Freon replacement mm-hmm. for I, the older units. I heard interest rates are going up for loans. And Did you hear that? Yeah, that's the thing. Um, so, Did you? So we're expecting that the in our industry, we're going to have to f- do more complicated and more expensive repairs. It's going to make sense to go ahead and fix that coil, change that compressor. And, and so we're investing. And in Tallahassee, it's great. This um, We have a... Uh, apprenticeship program and we're training young new techs to be able to at lively tech at lively tech yep it's the uh is that so we kind of have a partnership with lively but there's a trade organization traca uh tallahassee refrigeration air conditioner contractors association of which i was recently uh elected president oh congratulations yep and uh coming in on the heels of a uh a a competitor a I'll plug uh, Patrick Barrino. Barrino yeah, he is. He's amazing. Wonderful guy. Um, he he kind of has been the president for the past few years, and they built this apprenticeship program. There's like 40 people in it. It's really exciting. Night school. These guys, these young guys, are going for three hours a night, two days a week, and they're loving it and they're learning. Learning a lot. A lot. So you know, you keep hearing there's just not enough people in the trades, and so we're there trying isn't to, in Tallahassee. We're trying to do something about it, and we're. We're training them. My son went to the welding school at Lively, mm-hmm. and my other son, James, went. He worked for you for a bit. Mm-hmm. He went to HVAC, and now he's doing HVAC over at Amazon now nice. in Jacksonville. He's helping. Nice. So, yeah, hopefully he'll come over here for a little bit. But, yeah, so it's it, – it's, you make a lot of money in the trades if you want to think about it. And, and that's going – like we're kind of in this interim time where we, we're talking about there being a shortage of tradespeople – but still, I, I think wages are are depressed and here in this town they are depressed. For. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's going to shift. All of this stuff is just going to get more expensive. You think your repairs are expensive now? Wait till those techs. You got to pay them forty, fifty dollars an hour to come work. And you hear people. We hear people when we show homes. You go look at the AC and you're like, uh, it's a problem. Some insurance companies aren't noticing the air conditioners. They're noticing it if it's in the attic, and they're noticing it if it's really, really old. Then they care. And that's something to consider when you're going to buy. And think about if you're listing your home in the next couple of months, you might just want to go ahead and replace it. 
and there's a city program. Could you describe the city program where they, it's, you have to be in the city of Tallahassee to be able to get a new air conditioner, and then you can just pay it off with the proceeds so they of have, your sale. Oh, I'm, I, no, I haven't been involved with <laughs> oh, that. Oh, you one. haven't? That okay. Doesn't... Well, let me, so you have to have an energy efficiency of the house. You have to have an energy audit of your home. If you're interested, in, and then they'll come out and tell you this is where you need to think about creating more efficiency. And then you have to buy a very high energy uh, AC unit through the city of Tallahassee. It's a loan, basically. You pay it back through your utility bill. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit of it. It's like a five. I don't know what the interest rate is. It's nominal compared to putting it on your credit card. It's very low interest. Very low interest. And it's in your utility bill. So you have three more months. I'm going to sell my house. It must be paid off with the proceeds because there's a lien on your home. It must be paid off with the proceeds of your house when you go to sell. But you haven't put out all that cash. And it helps your house sell faster, which is what Scott and I work to do for everyone, whether we get to list your home, which we should, or not. We want you to be able to sell your home faster and get more money for it. So you don't have any, all this outlay. You can work on the flooring of your house or, or make sure your electrical panel's up to date. All of those things can be incorporated. And if you're, um, if you're an investor... And you have tenants. You can get the new AC or the windows or whatever. And the tenants are paying the utility bill. You're not paying this money out. But if you go to sell, the proceeds have to be provided. That's such a great program. And it's going to be more important because going as, forward, as we're seeing interest I would rates, imagine. we're already seeing. So, so we do financing. Um, and we have a few different providers that we work with. And we're starting to see more denials they're 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 tightening up uh when they run those credit checks you know it used to be like you know can you wave at the camera all right you're passed but now they're actually i guess checking things and full disclosure you all put mine in mm-hmm. like a year and a half ago and i went through regions and it was for me it wasn't a lot of interest so we just paid it off rather quickly it was done good stuff is this your song this is mine your song who is it you don't know? Sam Smith. 850-656-0009. Stick with us. We have one more segment. I will always remember The day you kissed my lips Light as a feather Welcome back. Patty and Scott in Patty's Playhouse. We're back in that real house. The real Not the Burbo house. house or my truck, which was our house for a couple of days. <laughs> it did its job. It did. It's a nice ride. It How was job. it riding in the back of that truck? I've never, Good. Good. It wasn't bad. I don't ride well anyways. But in terms of writing, it was a lot of space and good. Um, you were very, very patient with all of that. I must, I must commend you on that because I do know I you're you have time. antsy. You're very I like you're, you well. like movement. I don't sit well, so. But we went to the Bucky's. Yes, that was interesting. I had not I've been to Busy Bee, but not to Bucky's. Oh, that was your first trip. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's nice. You I was asked to try beaver chips. <laughs> And that you was bought interesting. a beaver. How, how was that? Well, I said I haven't done that since 2012. <laughs> so that's kind of where that ended up. I didn't know there was a date. That's hilarious. 
that it, that's actually the year <laughs> and i and i came up with it like that <laughs> that was funny so we have jeremy parker from parker services and we're talking about acs and the new the new update which you can't avoid it's the federal government so jeremy's here to talk to us about that and last segment we were talking about the city of tallahassee which has a fine fine program where you can buy it has to be high energy. It's always been that way. You had to buy top-of-the-line energy efficiency, and it's absorbed into your utility bill. Like last week we talked about, or two weeks ago, we talked about the PACE program, which is part of your taxes, which is another option. PACE has, or you can buy a high energy efficient HVAC heat pump in most cases in Florida, and it, it absorbs into your taxes. That's how you pay it back. It's a part of your escrow payment. So this is part of your utility bill. And I tell all of our investors, look, you need new ACs. And if you get them through the city, the tenant is actually paying it. Yes, it's a good thing. What about those who are considering getting a new AC at this time? Can they do it now? Knowing that this is coming. So should they wait? This, I think there may be a couple of the SEER 2 units that are kind of getting shipped out right now so you might get the new unit but you know you just got to make the best deal of what's available all all summer a big part of what we've been doing is is trying to find who actually has an air conditioning system that we can put in your house so it's it was so tough on everybody in the construction industry but you know your air conditioner breaks and you need a three-ton unit we got to call everybody just to see who even even has one anywhere what about um Package units, like crawl space units. It's it's all same thing. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. So I I can't say that there was any time where there wasn't something available, but we probably had to call four or five places, or you might have had to wait three days because it's got to come from. uh, It's not bad unless it's a hundred degrees and hundred percent humidity. Uh, But but there there was definitely a a tight supply, Um, and so. Right now, you just because of the manufacturers are like retooling and going to starting to build the new stuff that they haven't shipped yet. Um, there's there is a there may not be as much options available. So, but it's nice outside. You can you can wait a few days to, right to now, get the best today. Deal. Yeah. So you do take Literally financing. Today. You do offer financing. We do we do have financing. We have a few different. Uh, financial uh, organizations that we use and we just try to kind of present what has the best rates what are some add-ons that i know scott has one that you can do to make your house more efficient like a whole house dehumidifier like can anyone add that to their home or does it have to be with is it a specific humidifier to a specific brand how does that work so it needs to be matched to the situation based generally based on the size of the house or how much humidity you have you know an older house that's leaky um, we'll probably need more of a whole house dehumidifier. I think every house around here needs them because there's just so much humidity. How we, much is one? I'd love one. That's, I want you to come out and look. So for the, for the, you're, you're going to be some, anywhere between just to give a range on the low end, cheapest around a thousand dollars, um, probably more like $1,500 and, you can spend as much as you want. Well, the beauty of it is you don't use your AC as much because the AC's job is to take humidity out of the air, right? Yeah. If you look at the uh, 
the electricity that your air conditioner uses, the outside units may be using 30 amps and the indoor units using 15 or 20 amps. Uh, but these whole house dehumidifiers, like the one you have, Scott, is probably drawing three amps. So it's a it's a lot of it's a, a game changer. Power. I'll say yeah. because you were you had a lot of humidity in your house. You have a wood house that and I have no attic. So I felt like and no it, insulation in there. Correct. So, so it made a difference. So it made a huge difference. Well, I mean, just in terms of what I think you're trying to say is that where before I'd have to have the air on seventy, it could be on seventy two, seventy three, and feel like the same thing. What Completely about sixty eight, which is where mine sits? Well, that's that, that's typically, <laughs> and I'm the good about my filters. I'm good about all of that, but, but it makes such a difference not in not only in terms of that but also your electrical bill so when i go into a house and they're running it at 68 that generally tells me that you have high humidity um just the way that your body cools itself is it evaporates sweat like that's the way your body regulates temperature if it's very humid that process on your skin is not as efficient and um and you're overweight so if you <laughs> if you reduce the um the humidity uh Generally, just humans will be more comfortable in you a wider are. range of temperature because your body can self-regulate. So, uh, my mine is in a closet. Where do you put the dehumidifier? Like, where do you put it? Yeah, maybe we find a place in the attic, another closet. You know, you can tie them into your duct system so that it spreads the, you know, use, circulates the air throughout the house. Or you can just put it in the biggest room. Humidity will kind of find its way to where the how dehumidifier is. How large is the dehumidifier? How big is it? Uh, the one that Scott has is about a, what do you say, about a two-foot cube yeah. almost. Oh, so it's and, pretty much. And then you have duct work uh, that attaches to it. So and, you could put one in the attic. Is that efficient? Uh, It can be efficient. Yeah, Where's I mean, yours, there's a lot Scott? of heat up there. Yours mine, is in a closet? Yeah, mine's in the outside closet where oh, the handler is. Oh, you have an is. outside closet. Yeah, nice. where the handler is. It, oh, okay. And really just for, like, if you're a uh, college student, you're renting an apartment, I, I think the, the little ones that you buy at Home Depot or Walmart would be a good investment. Just to just keep, a regular one that you just plug in. Yeah, they cost like 150 to and 200 just drain bucks. it with a bucket, has a bucket drain. And I would try to get one that has the drain there's a drain hose. Yeah, and you get a hose the, and just that would be optimal. Drop it in the sink. Nice. That way it continues to go, and you're not worried about it stopping and emptying out, especially during the high humid months. What do you? What did you keep your AC at before you got one? Well, we had just moved into the house before. I just knew that I wanted it, was, it in the old house, and I was doing it in the new house. Oh, okay. So it wasn't sticky or anything. Yeah. So I don't. I would say seventy. So it was still I. In the old house, it was like I had it at 68, but it was just constantly running. It was trying to get to a place where it was cool and you weren't sweating as much. But that's really, again, to Jeremy's point, your body regulating itself. Whenever we got the dehumidifier, let's imagine I had it at 70. I couldn't keep it at 70 because it was way too cold. Oh, that's what I'm yeah, talking so about. Yeah, it, it so it was, it's not the number. It's really what it's doing. Well, I have a question. So I had in our office, we had just an old, like, little dial thingy. You know, it slides across. So I had my son put in uh, electronic Wi-Fi version, eight, um, what you call it? Thermostat. Honeywell. So he put that in. And now I have the AC in the office at, like, 74, where before we had it set at, like, 67. 
So the old and I'm slider cold thing. Cold at eighty four. I'm like at seventy three. Yeah, I'm not I think so it's sure. That, I'm not so sure that thing that those things work. The That's way what that I'm thing. asking. The old slider thing may have just been like not Trash. calibrated, and you, you said it on seventy. Maybe it was seventy four. Um, hard to say what's going on with that. Uh, because now it feels like, dang, it's seventy three in here. I feel comfortable. Now the uh, the newer thermostats are more sophisticated and they have some control logic in it that that may be dehumidifying better and um it's just more so, accurate yeah yeah or before we had it at like you walk I, in, I, it was like 65 <laughs> i think that it, i think those are more accurate i think those other ones it, it's, it's important it's important to have the thermostat which is the controller be able to take advantage of the equipment so if you had like a variable speed or a two-stage you know, air conditioning system, but a thermostat that's only capable of operating one stage, um, you're not getting the full value of the equipment it. you buy. Oh. So that that's important when if you're shopping for or buying an air conditioning system, or, or you may have concerns that you maybe you bought a unit, saved some money on the thermostat, you may not be getting the full value. So so that's something that you would want to talk talk to your you guys. talk to you yeah eight five zero two 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 Seven seven two two, right? You got it. I know. And we are that. done. It's always gosh. So it was so house talk so with fast. a happy ending each and every time. Patty and Scott eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Thanks for tuning in. Waiting around, you ups and downs. You know, I just said look.